This is episode number 170 of the Fearless Presentations podcast, the fastest, easiest way to eliminate public speaking fear. Want to absolutely eliminate public speaking fear? This podcast is the answer. Here's the guy who literally wrote the book on Fearless Presentations, Doug Stanett. Hey, welcome back to Fearless Presentations. I'm Doug Stannard, CEO of the Leaders Institute, and my goal is to help you become a fearless and professional speaker and presenter. Uh, On this episode, basically one of the things I've realized is after being a public speaking coach, coaching presentation skills for over 20 years, there are a few questions that that come up over and over and over again. Almost every class that I teach, somebody's going to ask a question like this. And the question is, how many slides should I create for my presentation? So on this episode, I'm going to give you the answer to that question. We're going to cover the number of slides that you need for shorter presentations, ones that are maybe 15 minutes or less. And then we'll also cover the number of slides that you're going to need for like a 30 minute presentation or 60 minute presentation. And then finally, we're going to show, I'm going to show you a a really quick, easy technique that will help you determine the, the perfect number of slides for extended presentations. So if you've got a a half day workshop or a seminar that you're doing an extended type of presentation, I'll show you how how to easily create the correct number of slides for that as well. By the way, if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, Make sure and do that. Also, if you if you want to leave me a review, I would appreciate that as well. Uh, in addition to the podcast, by the way, we've got a really popular YouTube channel that's turning out presentation tip videos a few times each week. So make sure to, to subscribe there as well. And then finally, um, we are beginning to schedule our two-day public speaking classes in cities all over the world, really, but specifically here in the United States right now. Um, we've got classes coming up in cities like Atlanta, Las Vegas, Dallas, Denver, Houston, St. Louis. Um, just so you know, I think I mentioned in the last couple of weeks, the last couple of episodes that that travel to um, a lot of different locations is still fairly inexpensive. Um, what we are noticing is that the the um, price for airline flights for flights to specific cities are starting to increase. Not sure exactly why that's happening, but um, if you if you are going to be traveling in to go to one of our classes, or if you're just traveling just for any reason, you might want to kind of take a look at that because those prices are starting to go up. But still, hotels are still really, really cheap. So if you want to fly in and go to one of those classes, um, this is still a really good time to do it. Um, you can find details of all of our programs at fearlesspresentations.com. So enjoy this week's episode. All right, so my topic today is an answer to the question, how many PowerPoint slides should I be using in a presentation? And um, when people ask me, by the way, that question, which happens quite often, (laughs) quite often, it's one of those things that people really want to know. Am I using too many? Am I using too few? You know, can I use more? You know, that kind of thing. Um, I'm, I'm typically a little cautious in how I respond to that question. And the reason why is because most people make a really, really, really huge mistake when they're designing their speech or when they're creating a presentation. Most people will actually start 
by designing their slideshow or designing their visual aids first. And then later they try to figure out what they want to say. Now that technique is, is actually backwards. Instead, what you really want to do is try to figure out what you want to say first. Then after you have a really high quality presentation created, then go back and, and figure out what kind of visual aids you can use to help your audience better understand the points that you're trying to make. So really the main rule of thumb is to provide only the number of slides that you absolutely need and then absolutely no more. A lot of times what folks are doing is they create the slideshow first because they're using it kind of as a cheat note to help them remember what they want to say. And that's, that's not what your slideshow should be. It's the exact opposite. Your slideshow should be a visual aid so that your audience can understand your content better. So start with your presentation first. When you design a really good presentation, the slides that you use are actually going to be pretty easy to create. So in this session, I'm going to cover a few examples of the right number of slides that you need in short presentations. And then we'll cover the longer presentations as well. And then Really, I mean, what, what we really wanted to work on here is the best way to give like a, a like a, a corporate presentation or a presentation for the, the business world. So let's talk about the, the first concept here, which is the max number of slides that you want to have for a 15 minute presentation or, or less, really. So five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, anywhere in that time frame. So basically, the max number of slides for a short presentation is really about seven. That's a, that's really the maximum number that you want to have, um, and I would actually suggest that you stick with five slides if at all possible. Um, if you've watched any of the the my videos on on our YouTube channel, or if you've listened to my podcast uh, for over even just a few sessions, you'll know that when I help people design presentations, I have them focus on just the absolute most important points. So for a ten minute presentation you don't have a lot of time to cover unimportant data. If you give too much information, then you're just going to confuse the audience members. The people that are in the audience are going to be confused on what you want, what you want them to retain from, from this short presentation. So instead, especially for short talks, for short presentations, the first thing that you want to do is make a list of the absolute most important items that need to be covered in your presentation. And then after you have that list of items, go back and then rank the items based on their, their level of importance. So as you go down the list, you should notice that the level of importance for each item drops exponentially as you go down the list. So basically, if you compare the number one most important item to the number 10 most important item, they're not even in the same playing field anymore. So it's it as you kind of go down the list, you'll kind of notice that the additional stuff that you would be putting in there anyway is not going to be of great value to the audience. So on your first slide, first of the five slides that I'm suggesting, what you want to do is give an overview of all the points. Don't make it a mystery. Basically, just tell them what conclusion you want them to draw with a really good title and then put your bullet points, your three bullet points listed on that first slide as an introduction. And then, by the way, that's you can basically just read that first slide and it becomes a pretty impactful introduction to your, to your speech as well. Then you want to create a separate slide for each one of your three, or if you have to, five main points. And then finally, on your last slide, you basically just copy what was on the first slide and paste that into the, the last slide as well. And now that now what was your really good introduction becomes a pretty nice conclusion as well. So by the way, 
for most business presentations, if you can deliver the key most important items in a 10-minute speech or a 10-minute version, then the audience is most likely going to love you even more. If you require a 30-minute amount of presentation time, then the audience is most likely going to like you a lot less. So just kind of keep that in mind. Um, by the way, I'm going to, uh, in, in the show notes, I'm going to put some additional details about how to actually design presentations. We've done a couple of podcasts and there's lots of, of YouTube videos that I've created on that as well. So we'll put links to all that kind of stuff in the, in the show notes as well. So what happens if you're speaking for a longer period of time, like an hour long presentation or a 30 minute presentation? How many slides do you need for that? So interestingly, the slide count doesn't change a whole lot for a 30-minute presentation or, or really even an hour-long presentation. The main difference is that you can add a couple more of your important points to the agenda. So in the 15-minute presentation, I was suggesting that you really limit your number of, of items to maybe three but you have the option of putting five in. Well, in a 30 minute presentation or an hour long presentation, most likely you wanna have five bullet points. It's just, it's one of those things that's kind of standard in that length of, of time for a presentation. So I would suggest that you cover five points. Um, you can basically use the same technique though that we talked about in the 15 minute talk. Basically you start with an introduction slide with an overview of all five of the bullet points. On your internal slide, you just cover the single main idea for each one of those bullets. And then, you know, so, so that's basically will give you five internal slide slides. And then um, on the, the last slide, you just kind of, it's a summary slide. It's, a, it's one where you're concluding your items. So you're basically just repeating what was on that first slide. So one of the cool things about this technique is that the repetition of the main concepts is actually going to increase the audience's retention of the material pretty dramatically, by the way. So for the more seasoned presenter, you can use just three bullet points for um, the um, for a 30-minute presentation. And when you do it that way, you can just add additional kind of relevant stories to each one of those bullet points to clarify and reinforce each one of those bullets that you're making. The, the, the more that you use this technique, by the way, the easier it's going to be for you to find, you, you, you'll, it's easier for you to fit your content into the cor correct presentation link. So basically, the first time you do this, most likely you know, for a 30-minute presentation, you're, wanting, you're going to want to have five bullet points. But as you get more comfortable with the, the technique, with the process, then maybe five or six or 10 presentations down the road, you might shorten it down to three because you're going to put more details into your presentation for each one of those, those bullet points. So if you find yourself rushing at the end without enough time to, to finish, then you can give fewer details in your stories. If you finish early, you can add more details into your examples and stories next time. So, so basically, it's an easy way to adjust the timing of your of your content so it hits an exact time frame which by the way just so you know that is a very very elite skill for public speakers very few people can hit a a time frame exactly if you're given 30 minutes to speak and, and you can hit that 30 minute time frame at the exact moment that's a very elite type of skill and if you practice this technique over and over again it can help you help you kind of maximize your your ability to to do that. So for a sixty minute presentation, you, then basically you want to use five bullet points and seven slides, just like what we talked about. But this time 
you'll want to insert a couple of different stories as evidence for each one of your bullet points. Um, I, I like to use this. The technique that I like is, is what I call the bad example, good example technique. And um, so basically on each one of those internal slides, you want to give your audience an example of yourself or really somebody else who did the opposite of what you're suggesting that we understand in that point and then follow. And then afterwards, you kind of follow up with a good example. So I'll give you an example. I'll give you, since we're talking about examples, I'll give you an example of how you can actually use that. So, because if I were to use that specific technique to prove that you need seven slides for an hour long presentation, I could basically use examples to, to prove that. I can give you a bad example, somebody who did it who did too many slides or too many, too much content, and it was confusing. And then I'll give you a good example of somebody who did it really, really well. So like, for instance, here's a bad example. So um, this actually really happened. It's very embarrassing. But a few years ago, I went to a three-day seminar where the presenter taught, he was teaching about how to market to universities, to colleges, and on the first morning, I was excited, by the way, about going to this, this seminar. It was really cool. So on the first morning, his team, the folks that were kind of organizing the, the seminar, they gave each one of the participants, I was just sitting in the crowd, um, a three-ring binder, and it had hundreds of pages in it, right? So it's a three-day session. So, you know, I, I'm like I said, I was really excited as I was, especially as I scanned through the binder, because it was full of great information. Um, it, it had um, during the first hour, by the way, of that session, the, the speaker, the, the main guy who was leading this thing, he came and gave in an hour, he gave like 50 great tips and techniques, 50 ways that you can market to universities better. And then in the next hour, he covered another 50. And he did this over and over and over for two and a half days. Now, because I'm a public speaking coach, I quickly kind of caught on to what he was doing. Basically, he touched on hundreds of tips. However, he never really went into great detail on any of them. So basically, he covered way too much material for anybody to ever be able to use well. Um, and so, I mean, this technique would be like a, a good analogy here would be if I if I introduced you to like 50 new people at a party. And then an hour later, I asked you to name all of those 50 people by sight. That would be very difficult for most of us to do. And if I added another 50 in the next hour, you know, your retention would would likely keep dropping. So basically that the the technique that he was using was one that that what he was given a lot of great information, but it wasn't very useful to the people who are there. So basically, a lot of us just wasted a lot of money going to that seminar. Um, here, here's a better example, though, a few weeks ago. A, a longtime client from my company asked me to design a, a custom workshop for his team. And he had a team who were basically this team was working on a project that had been discontinued. Big, huge company, have lots of different projects. Um, this was one that they were probably hired to work on for three, four, five years, something like that. So it was a pretty extended kind of thing. But all of a sudden the funding had gotten dropped. And so basically they had a bunch of people who they'd made promises to that were going to get laid off. And, and so he wanted to help these team members have an easier time getting rehired elsewhere in the company, or even if they have to go outside the company, he wanted to be able to help them. So he wanted me to create a, a short class for them on how to do a, a job interview. He knew I was helpful in helping people reduce public speaking fear. And so he said, hey, can you do the same thing with a, with a job interview? So basically, um, since this was kind of new, this is not something that I'm an expert on. This is not something that I do on a day-to-day -day basis. So basically what I did was I kind of made a list of the items 
that were that were the most important things that the the people in this audience would need to know. And at the at the top of the list was how to reduce nervousness. I mean, that's one of the reasons why he was hiring me to do this was because I help people reduce nervousness. And then I so basically what I did in this session was I spent the first few minutes covering details about how to help people reduce nervousness. Second, I gave them a simple process to help them answer questions with credibility. And then finally, I gave them a list of questions that would likely be asked in the in the interview. Um, and I could have covered hundreds of other tips. However, these were the things that would give the people in the audience the most bang for the buck. So that's what we covered. We only had a couple of hours to to um, deliver the content. So I wanted to focus on the things that were most important that we're going to give them the most bang for the buck. And it worked really well. In fact, worked so well that he kind of put that on his, <laughs> this is a brand new class that we just created. He put it on his his uh, permanent schedule. And so we're going to kind of continue to offer that to people in his company over and over again. So anyway, so basically that what you want to keep in mind for the uh, 30 minute presentations, the 60 minute presentations is typically about seven slides is kind of the, the key concept that you want to, that you want to hold on to. And it too, if you put too much stuff into your presentation slides, it's going to, you're going to be reading your content. It's not going to be as impactful and it's not going to be as fun or easy for you to deliver as well. So basically keep it to about five to seven slides for a 30 minute to one hour presentation. So what happens if you have an extended presentation? So if you're doing a, a, a three-hour presentation, half-day presentation, if you're doing a seven-hour, a full day, if you're speaking for a full day, how many slides do you need in, in that type of presentation? Well, when you understand the concepts that we've talked about in the, the short presentation, those short tips that we, or the short talk tips that I gave you a few minutes ago, then a longer presentation is actually pretty easy. So basically to design a slideshow for, for a really, really good, well-written presentation, the easy thing to do is to just combine a series of shorter presentations. <laughs> so basically, if you design a 120-minute presentation PowerPoint slideshow, the easy way to do that is to start by creating two separate 60-minute presentations and then just insert a short break. So basically, five to seven slides for the first hour. Take a break, come back, five to seven slides for the, for the second hour. So I'll give you a really practical example of this. When I created the, the, the two-day fearless presentations class, kind of talk about that a lot on the, on the podcast. Um, but when I started teaching that class or when I created the first it instance anyway of the class, I didn't set out to create two days of content. In fact, it was the exact opposite. I started out with an outline of what the most important items would be, just like I suggested that you do if you're if you just have a 15-minute presentation. So the list that I created, by the way, I, I mean, I still remember it. It was, even though it was 20 plus years ago when I when I created the first iteration, but the very first thing was how to reduce public speaking fear. The second one was how to design short kind of impromptu speeches. That's something that kind of terrifies a lot of people. The third thing was how to create a presentation that is easier to deliver, because if you create a great presentation, it's going to help you reduce public speaking fear. 
the fourth one was how to add energy and enthusiasm, because that's something that's really important, to it, especially as the presentations get longer. And then finally, were, were the fifth thing was ways to add impact and interactivity to the presentation, the, the really elite type of things that great speakers do. And if I wanted to, by the way, since there's only five bullet points there, so I could deliver that entire, the entire content of that speech in, in an hour-long keynote or even a 30-minute presentation. I could do that. And all I would need to do is talk about each one of those bullet points individually and then just give an example or some type of evidence to prove that each one of those bullet points are, are true. However, if I wanted to turn that list into a two-day seminar, that's actually pretty easy as well. Um, so basically what I would do is I would start with that very first point, which is how to reduce public speaking fear. And this now becomes the topic of a new one hour presentation. So basically I've got that as my title instead of a bullet point. And now that bullet point becomes a title. And now I come up with five key things that will help people reduce public speaking fear. And I could speak for an entire hour about that thing. Right. So basically, that's the technique. It's, it's a technique that I, I call terracing. You start with the key concepts that are in your original presentation and then go down a level. Basically, for each one of those those bullet points, you make a new title out of that. It becomes a whole new presentation, it becomes a whole new speech that you're designing. And now when you do it this way, every single thing that you're covering in a half day workshop or a two day workshop or however long it is that you're, you're speaking still um, is, is pretty important to the overall theme of the, of the workshop. So basically everything is kind of really covered. So uh, basically, you know, that, that if I, if I were to um, do that again with the, the second most important, concept. I'd spend an hour or two on that. And then third most important concept, an hour or two on that. So basically, it makes it to where the entire speech, the entire workshop is really centered around that, that one major thing. So basically, the entire two-day class is really just a collection of five shorter presentations. So in, in my entire slide deck that I use for my two-day public speaking class, there's only about 30 slides really, in the entire two full days of, of content. And that includes things like summaries and stuff like that. You know, So basically, it's not a whole lot of slides. It's more speaking. It's more of the, the presenter presenting the concepts, not creating a, a series of thousands of different slides to cover in the slide deck. And I would suggest that you kind of do the same thing. Keep the, the make your presentation, your slides, your PowerPoint slideshow, make it a visual aid for your audience, make it to where they can understand your concept a whole lot better as you're presenting and you're going to do really, really well. So before we go, though, let me cover one final key concept, because this comes up a lot. Uh, folks will actually request information about this thing by name. It's called the Guy Kawasaki 10, 20, 30 rule, a PowerPoint. If you've never heard that, don't worry. That just means that, I mean, you would have have to have come across this. Somebody would have probably have to told you this, or would it, it would be something that you found on the internet or something like that. But basically, if you don't know who Guy Kawasaki is, he's a, he is a um, an entrepreneur coach. He's written, I don't know, maybe 10 or so different books on how to become a, a, a better business person on, on all kinds of really different topics, which is kind of fun. Um, but one of, his, one of the main things that he does, though, is because he's working with so many business people, he 
is kind of an incubator. He's one of those, those guys that will invest like a shark tank type thing. Well, he'll, he'll invest in small businesses to help them kind of get to the next level. And so these companies will come in and present to him. And so what he finally started doing was he created a set of rules for these people that are presenting to them and to him. And the reason why he did that, by the way, is most likely, I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I can just kind of put myself into his shoes. He has probably heard some of the most boring and unimportant concepts ever in, in, in these presentations, you know? So, so these are the rules that he kind of gave the people and it, it's become so popular just because it's worked so well for his specific audiences. It's become so popular that it is, it's, it has started to spread through the public speaking world. So basically Guy Kawasaki, he created a, a an interesting PowerPoint rules for, for entrepreneurs coming to him for venture, venture capital. And, and, and again, it's called the 10, 20, 30 PowerPoint rules. So if you've, if you've, if you've ever seen that, that, that's what this is. Basically the general rule requires that presenters when they come to him for help, they have to use this. Otherwise they're automatically disqualified, automatically disqualified. So he noticed that presenters are spending, you know, way too much time blathering about an important thing. So he gave them this guide to, to really set time limits for each one of the presenters. So the 10 in the 10, 20, 30 rule represents that you want to have no more than 10 PowerPoint slides. Now that's actually more than what I'm suggesting that you, that you do. So he's actually a little bit more, um, <laughs> conservative, I guess, or liberal, I guess he's more liberal. Um, and then uh, the, the 20 in the 10, 20, 30 means that you want to have a 20 minute PowerPoint presentation. So 20, sorry, I said PowerPoint, the 20 minute presentation, 10 PowerPoint slides, 20 minute presentation. So that's the time limit that it gives them. And you want to use no smaller than 30. The 30 is 30 point font. So basically use big, huge text. So obviously he created this criteria for a certain type of presentation. So, but the logic is pretty sound. In fact, the only thing that I might argue with him about is the 10 slide rule. Um, you know, basically he says in, in his literature for this, he said 10 is the optimal number of slides in a PowerPoint presentation because a normal human being cannot comprehend more than 10 concepts in a meeting. So let me kind of reiterate what he says. He said a normal human, human being cannot comprehend more than 10 things. He didn't say anything about retaining. So the average person can comprehend way more information than what he or she can retain. You know, for instance, if I read an entire book on accounting, I might comprehend every single piece of content in that book. However, because the book is most likely going to cover many, many, many concepts, I'm likely to retain only a few of those things. So knowing this, what I would suggest that you do is kind of reduce your number of slides and don't want to argue with guy. I'm just saying that it's a, it's a, it's a different in most business presentations, you're going to have a different focus. So there's different things that you're looking for. And if you want your audience to retain your content, reduce the number of slides, but everything else that he's talking about, 30 point font, 20 minute time limit, that's all of that is, is really, really good stuff. But if you do that, you're going to help your audience kind of retain the important points, of the concepts much more effectively. All right. So thanks a lot for being a part of Fearless Presentations. We'll see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Subscribe to this podcast for new public speaking secrets each week. 